स्मार्ट यू आर लिसनिंग टू अमिंट प्रोडक्शन यू बाय एच टी स्मार्ट कास्ट गुड मॉर्निंग आई एम शालिनी उमा चंद्रन एंड दिस इज मिंट लाइट मॉर्निंग शॉर्ट अ क्विक अपडेट ऑन द न्यूज यू नीड टू नो बिफोर यू स्टार्ट योर डे सो ग्रैब अ कप ऑफ कॉफी एंड लेट्स गेट स्टार्टेड India's drug regulator has declined permission for a proposal from Dr Reddy's laboratories to conduct a large study in the country to evaluate Russia's Sputnik V COVID-19 vaccine. It has asked the company to test the vaccine in a smaller trial made for India. It said that safety and immunogenicity data from the early stage studies that are being conducted overseas are small and there are no inputs available on Indian participants. Meanwhile, the executive director of the European Medicines Agency has said that a COVID-19 vaccine is looking unlikely by the end of the year. IBM, which is the world's first big computing firm, is splitting into two public companies. This marks years of efforts to diversify from its legacy businesses and focus on high-margin cloud computing. IBM will list its infrastructure services unit which provides outsourcing services including technical support for data centers as a separate company with a new name by the end of 2021. Investors have cheered the move by the CEO Arvind Krishna. He was the one who also engineered the 34 billion dollar Red Hat deal for the 109 year old IBM last year. Shares have gone up almost 11% on the back of the announcement. This may shore up IBM's fortunes which has had disappointing quarterly results recently even though rivals like Microsoft, SAP, Accenture and Infosys stole a march on it. IBM has shifted focus to cloud growth in recent years aiming to make up for the slowing software sales and seasonal demand for its mainframe servers. For the first time in its 25 year history the World Trade Organization is set to get a woman director general. The contest has narrowed to two candidates, South Korea's Yoo Myung-hee and Nigeria's Nozi Okonjo-Iweala. The last phase of the selection process will begin on 19th October and run till 27th October. After this, the WTO will name a consensus winner. If a consensus proves impossible in the current political situation, a vote will be held. The incoming WTO chief faces a host of problems from the pandemic to the global recession to the US-China trade war. Akonjo Awela is 66 and she's worked at the World Bank, Gavi and other international governance bodies. She's also been Nigeria's finance minister and foreign affairs minister. Yu is more than a decade younger at 53. She is South Korea's trade minister. During her 25-year career, she has helped her country expand its trade network through bilateral accords with China, EU, UK and US. India continues to emit the world's most sulfur dioxide, but for the first time in 4 years, SO2 emissions have declined 6% in 2019. This is a new report from the Center for Research on Energy and Clean Air, which based its findings on NASA satellite data. Sulfur dioxide raises the risk of heart and lung disease and can cause acid rain. Despite the drop, India's emissions comprise 21% of global sulfur dioxide emissions. The primary reason is coal-based power generation. In 2015, the Environment Ministry introduced emission norms for thermal power stations, but the 2017 deadline has been shifted to 2022. 
and now power generators are seeking a further extension of the deadline. In contrast, China, the world's biggest coal burner, saw sulfur dioxide emissions drop 5% last year. And since 2011, it's dropped 87% because they've had stronger emission standards in place and increased the use of scrubbers at power plants. A group in Hong Kong had a yoga class against a rather unique backdrop, a giant aquarium filled with sharks, manta rays and other aquatic life. Hong Kong's cash-strapped ocean park has now started offering fitness activities like yoga, meditation, hiking and dance classes to offset the losses due to COVID-19 restrictions. Both Ocean Park, which is about 43 years old, and Hong Kong Disneyland have been shut most of the year and reopened only in September. Both parks already had a bad year in 2019 due to the protests in Hong Kong and competition from other newer players. Though they have reopened, they're mandated to operate at half capacity. Ocean Parks is $770 million in debt according to its latest annual report. In May, it got a $690 million government bailout and it has said this will help it stay afloat for another year. You are listening to Mint Light Morning Shot with Shalini Omachandran. You can reach out to me on Twitter at ShaliniMB or on Facebook and Instagram at HD Smartcast. To listen to more such podcasts, do log on to hdsmartcast.com. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series Raising April. It's the most intimate sports related conversations you will hear. Each week we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Bowser, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.